Hey, this is David Perkins, pastor of Radiant Church. Thanks so much for checking out our podcast. I hope and I pray that the content helps you grow as a follower of Jesus. We'd love to see you at one of our services on Sundays or maybe at our Bold Conference this summer. Remember this, those who look to Him are radiant. Hey, thanks for coming today. Uh, God's doing great things here at Radiant. We're so honored and grateful that you are here today. Here we go. Ephesians chapter three, uh, verse 14, Paul's famous prayer for the church in Ephesus. I'm gonna read it and we're gonna pray and we'll talk. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and earth derives its name. Here it is. I pray, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, So here's the why, so that, this is why I pray, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And then he comes back and says the same phrase. And I pray, I pray that you being rooted, there's our word, rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp. I want you to understand, I want you to know, I want you to think about how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ And here it is, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. It's experiential to know a love that's beyond what you can cognitively understand and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with to the measure of the fullness of God. Father, we love you today. We ask Lord Jesus that you would help us to know God, to know this love that surpasses knowledge We ask, Lord Jesus, that we would be a people marked by knowing you and spending time with you. We honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name, a radiant church said, amen. So I'm gonna call this message, I pray, not iPod, not iPad, not iPhone, but I pray, which is cheese factor, but you're gonna remember that. So it's I pray and... um, when, we, when uh, we were first uh, planning on starting Radiant Church, we had been praying about what God would call us to do, and, and uh, Nathan and I decided to fly into the city and check out Kansas City, and so uh, it was cold. We flew in. We got in a car, and... Uh, and we knew Kansas City. We'd been already praying for Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> both been here before, but we left the airport, which is obnoxiously north. Uh, I mean... Whoa, a long way up there. And we're driving into the south, into the city that God has called us to come and help be a part of making a difference in Kansas City and lots of amazing churches in Kansas City. And we just wanna play our role and do what God's called us to do. We're on the team to reach Kansas City. And so we're driving into town and we got lost, like way lost. And I kind of thought, you know, because because I'd been here before, I could handle not looking at my phone. And, and I wanted to impress Nathan, so confession, I was driving, because um, I'd been here before. I'd been here lots of holidays. So I thought, mm, trust me, it's a, we ended up in Liberty, and I was just like, mm, and it became very apparent to me that I know, <laughs> I know some about Kansas City, but I do not intimately know the roads of Kansas City. And so you know what happened. We needed an iPhone to, to save us um, and to help us. But I, I, I want to highlight that because here's Paul and he's praying. It's this prayer. 
It's the, this prayer that you would know, and it's deeper than a head knowledge. It's deeper than just something I surface see. No, okay, I know the city, I know the sports teams, and I know a little bit, but I don't know <laughs> enough to get around the city. There's a lot more to be known than I currently know, and so it is in your journey with Jesus. And here's Paul, and he's making this prayer that you would, that he's praying for the church in Ephesus, that they would know. And my hope is that in these 21 days, you would go deeper. You say, David, I'm already deep. (laughs) You can go deeper. David already got some roots. Your roots can go deeper. It's this, that in these 21 days, you would grow deep in your relationship with God, that you would become more intimate in knowing God, that your relationship with him would become more spiritually Vibrant, And that's the vision of these 21 days. And so just like a shepherd led sheep and said, here's where the grass is, right? I wanna take us as pastor of this church for a season for these 21 days. And as we prepare to go into an amazing fall, we're gonna launch three services and we're gonna see people come to Christ and we're gonna go into small groups and we need a lot of you guys to, t- to go to another level and just say, hey, I'll, I'll lead a small group. I'll step into pastoring people. I'll take what I currently do, turn it into ministry. And hey, I love bike riding, so I'm gonna do a bike riding small group. Or hey, I like basketball. I'm gonna intentionally hang out with these guys and we're gonna have a, a moment. We normally just play ball, but you know what? I'm gonna encourage us to pray for a couple minutes and, and connect in relationships, be intentional. And, and I'm gonna try to help them take a step in the relationship with God. I wanna invite you to consider being a shepherd and for in that season, for you to start to pastor people, for you to start to lead some people, and they're probably just friends that you already know and that you already have. But these 21 days are about us getting our our roots going really deep. And my dream is that you would lead people, that you would lead others in relationship with God because you possess deep relationship with God. Because you're a deep well, because you've got deep roots, because you've known him. And the reason why Paul can pray this for the church in Ephesus is because he is deeply rooted. And so he said, ah, here's my prayer for you. I pray. And it's that deep that you would grasp how wide, how high, how deep is the love of Christ, that you would know this love that surpasses knowledge. And it's interesting because I think sometimes in our prayer lives, we tend to just think about, I'm gonna pray for circumstance. So when it comes to prayer, let me pray. How can I pray for you? Well, let me pray that this... uh, that, that the marriage goes better. Let me pray that the kids do better. Let me pray that there's more money in the bank. Let me pray that your body's a little bit healthier. And I love all those things. I think it's beautiful. I think we should pray for those external things. But here, Paul's praying for internal strength. And so instead of listing all the externals, he says, I, I, I know what you need. Hey, young church in Ephesus, here's the prayer. I pray that you would be strong in your inner man. I pray that your interior life would grow strong. I pray that you would be rooted and established in love. So one of the best things that you can do as you in the future lead people and as you lead your own life, it's this prayer. I pray that I would be rooted and established in the love of God, that I would know this love that surpasses knowledge. I wanna know him. I want it to be deep. I don't want it to be just surfacy. I want it to be deep. I want deep relationship. Two chapters earlier, Paul says, I pray uh, for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Why? And here's the why, that you might know him better. 
So one of the best things that you can do is take these 21 days and turn that into your prayer life. These 21 days, God, I pray that I would know you better. Why? Why? I want deep relationship with God. I want to be closer. Yeah, but I already have head knowledge. I already know the city. No, no, no. You, you, you're getting lost. You, you, you need some people. Out. You want to have it memorized. If you knew intimately Kansas City, you would know every road and every stoplight. I didn't know every road and every stoplight. I had a little bit of head knowledge, but I didn't have deep experience yet. We want to be people that when it comes to Christ, we have deep experience. You've got the scriptures alive in your heart. You're walking with them. Yeah, but I've been singing Jesus Loves Me since I was a kid. Yes. All right. But we want to know more than just I have a working knowledge of his love and I can reiterate some of the doctrines of the faith. My prayer is that you would have deep relationship, that you would be rooted. It's Paul's prayer would live in radiant church, that we would be rooted and established, that we'd have this love and that we would know him. And Paul prays that. I pray that you would know him. Here's my prayer, that you would know God. And so let's take Paul's prayer and say, I want to know God. And if we get that right, we get everything. If we get that right, everything else starts to work. I'm not saying that your circumstance necessarily gets better, but the way that you see your circumstance changes. And so you're able to live like a Christ follower and live as a deep well. And you're not only thinking about changing the external experience, you're thinking about deep roots and the way that I see these circumstances is different. And I'm telling you, if you get this right, you get everything right. If you get this right, your life is massively better, different. This week I was complaining to my 15-year-old son about how slow my laptop was. And I was like, I'm done with it, punt, Psh, hate it. And he said, dad, there's nothing wrong with your laptop. I said, you don't know how slow it is. This is the spinning wheel of death. And I hate this. This laptop is a malfunctioning laptop. My 15-year-old son came over and he said, dad, you have 17 programs open right now. You have the spinning wheel of death but it's not the computer's problem. You're not using it well. <laughs> if you'll downgrade, downgrade how many apps you have open to three or four, you'll be surprised how well it works. 15-year-old beating some sense into his <laughs> intellectually lacking, technologically deficient father. All right? Here's what I invite you to. You got 17 apps open. You're like, here's what I invite you to. All right, here's what I need, God. If I get this, if I'm close to you, if, I've got, if I'm deeply rooted in God, you'd be surprised. You're not suddenly filled, stressed to the bone, filled with anxiety, constantly irritated. Because Paul's prayer is interior strength. And I want to invite you to get that. Like if I get any muscle right, if, I, if I've got anything right, I'm going to have Paul's prayer over my life. But I'm thinking even further than that. I want it for your life, but I want it for more than your life. I want it for your families. I, want, I, I dream about the day that we have you saying, uh, you're looking at your small group. You're looking at the seven people that God's called you to leave and you, lead. And you're praying like, Paul, God, I pray. I pray that they would be rooted and established. I ask, Lord Jesus, that they would have spiritual strength. I pray that their inner man would grow stronger and stronger internally. 
Uh, if you've ever been, when we were little kids, um, we had a couple in our church that started attending and he was a chiropractor. And I've, uh, my parents didn't send us to a chiropractor when we had just like normal problems, but when we had a free chiropractor, then we got to go, which was cool. Um, I'm not sure that we had any problems as three little triplets going to a chiropractor, but we learned how to grab each other's necks and go <laughs> like that, right? So then we would play chiropractor at home because we did it one time. And so... And so, whoa. And so I, I, honestly, I'm quite convinced if it wasn't for that chiropractor, uh, I'd be 6'2 today. But anyway, <laughs> just kidding. And, uh, but here's the thing about the chiropractor. The chiropractor, you'll say, hey, I got an issue here. And, and they'll go, and suddenly fix this alignment. And all of a sudden, other things work. You with me? Here's what I want you to get. I want you to get aligned. I want you to think about, close out some things, get some alignment, 21 days, Every day, I'm going to get alone with God. Yeah, but I, I, I want someone else to teach me on, an, on a podcast, and I want someone else to write something in a book for me, and I want someone else to write a song so that I can sing it. Here's what I want to invite you to. I want to invite you to have an inner strength where you can worship on your own. You can acapella. I mean, you might not even know that song that Katie was singing. You're just like, you, is it take me out of Egypt, strip me from Egypt? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're supposed to take us out of Egypt. You t- you're good, God. You are faithful. You are true. And even without the song or even without someone else's devotional book, and I'm all for devotional books, but where you've got strength, you go from elementary to intermediate to even stronger, where you've got a vision. As for me, I'm going to grow stronger. I'm going to get deep roots in God. I'm going to know him and I'm going to walk with him. I'm going to be close to God. And that's that's the dream of where we're going, where you would have this vision. I'm gonna know him. Paul says it when he says in Philippians 3, I want to know Christ. Paul's praying here in Ephesians 1 that you might pray for a spirit of wisdom, mind, revelation. Open up my eyes to see. Open up my eyes that, uh, why? Why? So my external circumstance can change? Well, so I might know God better. And once I get that, once I know God better, then the hope of my calling, then the things that God's called me to do. But I'm just telling you, you think, oh, elementary sermon, this is the one that I know. Let's talk about doing it. Let's talk about where you're a self-feeder, you're alone with God, and there's spiritual vibrancy going on. And that's my dream, that we would align. If we all align individually, devotionally, alone with God, we will see spiritual vitality in our congregation grow. And we'll be a different people when we gather. We'll be, we'll be stronger. And I was talking to Renata about this idea, and I said, you know, as a parent, like I'm a dad, I got four kids, and I said, as a parent, I, I got one dream. Like, I, 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 I want my kids to be a lot of things, you know? Like, but, but if I can have anything when they, when they finish and they leave our house at age 18 or 21 or <laughs> 25 or Fernanda has her way, 57. But um, <laughs> if I have my way, 17. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're working through that. But, um, but if I can have anything when they finish... It's, it's, I want them to be close to God. I want them to have a personal relationship with Jesus. I want them to have this vertical relationship with God, strong and deep. I want them to be rooted. I want them to have this vertical relationship with God that's strong. And I know that if I have that, well, I don't know exactly what their education will look like, right? But if I've got that, I win. So if I put all my attention on making sure they have the right education, but they miss that, I lose. Or, hey, I want to make sure that they're morally good. Okay, I do want that. <laughs> Trust me. I do want that. 
But if I spend all my time working on the externals, that they would have the right education, that they would be strong morally, maybe that they'd, be, that they'd have strong friendships. That's a great sermon. We've done lots of relationship series. Show me your friends. I'll show you the future. But if I'm working on, I want to get their friends right. I want to get their morals right. I want to work at their education right. But I miss out on them having deep roots and them knowing God. Then for me, I'm like sad. But I know if I get that strong, then their friendships and dating life, their their education, okay, they're asking Jesus, what do you want me to do and what do you call me to do and what's the education that's gonna help me to accomplish the goals that, and the calling that you have in my life and, 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 and Lord, are these people, are these friendships, are, are these the people that I should hang out with? Is that the person that I should date or marry? And, and I was just talking to Renata about that and I had the thought, if that's what I want for my kids, how much more do I want that for you? Like, like I just know it, like deep in my bones, I know this. Like I just know it from my own life. I just know it. Because man, man, we go through these seasons that are, whew, they're ups and downs. But this is your well. This, this, is, this, is, this is what Nathan was saying a moment ago while we sang that song, Cornerstone. This is what matters. And so my prayer is that, that it would go deep. And so, so, that, so then that affects the way that you spend your time and your money. And I wanna invite you in these 21 days to spend time and money investing in your relationship with God. David, I don't have the right Bible, buy one. David, I don't have the right highlighter, okay? <laughs> Get a pen. I need a book. You could download some free ones on your phone, you know, like don't use any reason, but just do it. Spend more money on your walk with Jesus than you do on coffee. Spend more time and just, just, now this is what I care about. This is the, this, according to Paul, not David, according to Pastor Paul, this is what he's telling us. Man, if you can get these, if you can get this inner strength, you win. And this is what these 21 days are about is we're going to get deep roots. We're going to go deep in God and I was thinking about even Jesus praying this in the high priestly prayer where he's praying that we would know him. He says, now this is eternal life that they might know you. Now, look at this picture in Jeremiah 17. It's great, just a great picture. It says this. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh. That's our temptation. I'm strong. I'm intelligent. I'm healthy. You fill in the blank. I got this going on for me and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. Like, just think New Mexico, just out there, wastelands, bush blowing around. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land, in a, in a salt land where no one lives. And then he juxtaposed it with this picture. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be, and this is different than the bush in the wastelands, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. And this is the difference. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The difference is, is the roots by the water. It's this, it's, it's the picture, it's the tree. It's why we're calling this rooted, that you would have deep roots, that you'd be close to God, that you pull the nutrients and you'd be strong, that you'd be firm. And if I trust in self, 
bush in the wastelands. But if I know him, if, I, if, I, if I'm close to him, my circumstance might stay exactly the same, but I'm rooted, I'm firm, I'm strong. I endure the storm, I've got this. My strength comes from a supernatural source. It's not me, it's God at work. So I'm inviting you to 21 days of a practical plan. David, it's okay for you to preach sermons as long as you scream, but not when you give us homework. That's when we don't like you. Well, 21 days of homework, here we go, all right? I wanna invite you to 21 days. And you said it, I'm serious. Even if it's five minutes, I wanna invite you to lock in. I am going to walk away from something in order to spend time with God for 21 days. These 21 days, starting today, I wanna invite you to think, all right, what can I say no to so I can say yes to just getting alone with God, being with him? And Jesus did this. This is, this is something we see in the life of Jesus. Look at this, Luke 5, 16, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. It's just interesting. And look at the way the message says it. It says, as often as possible, Jesus withdrew to out of the way places for prayer. Mark 1.35 says this, very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. All right, so Jesus getting alone to be with his father. It's in the life of Jesus. If we see it in the life of Jesus, we do well to embody ourselves, to take that act, habit, discipline and develop it. And here's what happens. When you are with anybody and you invest your time in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you start to value what they value, right? I have a weekly date with Renata, right? I start off the date without thinking much about our kids' online classes. I'm not usually thinking about our house or Chip and Joanna Gaines. I am usually have no cognitive thoughts about what I'm wearing, however. At the conclusion, I'm thinking more about our Radiant Kids ministry, because that's what Renata loves. I'm thinking a little bit more about making sure our kids are in the right classes, because that's what Renata loves. I'm thinking more about me working on just looking a little bit better, because that's what Renata loves, you know, like, <laughs> and so why? Because it's what's on her heart, right? I, I, I work on spending time with my kids, just one-on-one, -on -one, right? When I start off spending time with Olivia, I usually am not thinking about ballet. It's just not a part of my normal week. If I, if I don't have that one-on-one -on -one with Liv, I am not thinking about Misty Calhoun. I don't know about ballet. I, I don't usually think about those things. But when I talk with Liv, man, we'll talk about vacations because she loves to travel. She dreams of travel. After I've been with Liv a little bit, we'll talk about some of her relationships, some of her friendships. We'll talk a little bit about her dreams. She's a big servant-hearted person. She loves to serve others. And so we'll talk about, she's already, she's, she's 13, but she's talking to me about some career ideas. So what happens? I, when, when I'm with them, that time, that space, that one-on-one, -on -one, what's in them gets in me, right? Okay, that's what happens with justice, right? Super smart, nine years old, he asked me questions. I just say, just, I don't know. I'll Google it and tell you later, right? He asked me about space. I'm clueless. I don't know. 
He, he asked me hard Bible questions where I'm like, I got two degrees. I don't know that. I know you're nine. I'll work on it, right? He has hard questions. He's a thinker, right? So my daughter, Adeline, man, she is a party, right? And so we will sing. We'll tell stories. We will laugh. She loves people. She's a people person. So I learn about her friendships and who she's loving that week and what it looks like. Here's my point. Each one of them, as a result of time with them, I embody, I carry, I start to own what's on their heart, what's in their lives. When you spend time with God, it is not just a legalistic discipline that evangelicals talk about. Punt on that. Lock in with this. Holy Spirit takes up residency in you. You wanna be, you wanna be in, have a strength, an interior strong, what's on God's heart, I care about. So when you spend time in the word of God and you're in this, it's, this is what he cares about. This is, this is what's going on. This is what matters. This is thousands of years. This is, okay, God, I want what you want. I'm getting the word of God inside of me. I wanna see my family like you see my family. I wanna see, how do you see our city? How do you see our, what's going on in our nation? How do you see, you start to get some of those things inside of you. I want to invite you 21 days. Okay, I'm going to go deep. I'm going to get, I'm going to get more rooted. And the scripture is full of some of the benefits. And I love the benefits. I'm hitting hard that it's a person. I'm hitting hard that we want relationship. We want relationship above all things. And then it's kind of like when Jesus says, seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added. There, the scripture's full of the benefits of being with him. I'm going to give you a few but I want you to lock in. We do it for the person's sake, but there's more benefits than you can fathom. Isaiah says it this way. He says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. When you've been with God, when you've, you walk out re with renewal and strength. I love that. Now I wanna encourage you. There's a benefit of being with him. There's a benefit. Walking away like Jesus did. And Jesus left I mean, he had things to do. He left crowds. You're gonna have to leave. I mean, you got crowds on your phone. <laughs> Put the crowd down, turn the crowd off, right? I'd encourage you. I'd encourage you. I know there's, I got buddies that have rebuked me for this, but I'm gonna go with it. I'd encourage you to go devotional, non-digital. Because unless you're great, unless your interior life is so insanely strong, for me, if I could hit that, hey, text, that college football update, that do this now, that task in Slack, that email. I'm just, I'm just quickly distracted. And I just think it's a beautiful picture where Jesus withdraws. I think it's beautiful for you to just, I'm gonna withdraw. I think you're, you would benefit by going non-digital in your devotional life. You'll be renewed. That's Isaiah. Psalm says this, you find joy. You make known to me the path of life, but you, will, but you will fill me with joy in your presence, with the eternal pleasures at your right hand. I want to encourage you, find renewal when you've been with them. Find joy when you've been with them. One more, and that's this famous text, the fun one. This is the one that we named our bold conference after. When they saw the courage, or the other version says boldness, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. So when they saw the courage, when they saw the boldness, this is this distinguishing mark. They're courageous and bold, and they took note these men had been with Jesus. I wanna invite you with this. Many of you say, I'm not evangelistic. 
want to encourage you, get with God. You'd be surprised. You'll find a little bit of renewal, joy, and boldness. Just a little bit of, a little more bite. I don't, I'm not really that kind of like leader kind of type. I don't know that I could lead a small group. Hold on. I want to invite you. Get this strong. You'd be surprised. Courage and boldness marks when you've been with him. Because you care, you, you, you care more about what he cares about. You got 16 apps open. You only care a little bit about what he cares about. But you shut some of those things down. Narrow your interests is the way that A.W. Tozer says it. Narrow your interests. It just increases your capacity. To go, you know what? At the end of the day, I have less affection for these other things because I can't maintain them. They shut the system down when I try to have everything going. And I want to just invite you to just get along with God. You're what I care about. I want deep roots. I want to be strong in you. Last verse, and then we'll talk some practicals and we'll be done. But look at this. It says this. Just one more in Jeremiah. Just great, great verse. Just a fun one. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength or the rich boast of their riches. That's temptation right there. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. Intriguing. So, wisest man, smartest, most brilliant, multiple streams of income, smart, ACT, pick the way you define intelligent. Don't, it's not, that's, that's not the thing to boast in. Well, wealth, okay, big income, maybe, maybe lots of houses, who knows? Wealth, strong, I mean, 4% body fat, looking good. No? Here, here, here's, 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 the, here's what Jeremiah is saying. He says, here's, you want to know what to boast about. You want to talk about the thing that matters. Yeah. He goes, the one who understands, it's about knowing God. And I want to invite you just to, I know, I know America's convinced us that we all need to be rich. And America's convinced us we all need to be fit. And America's convinced us. I want to invite you to ask God, God, what have you convinced me of? What does your word say? What, 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 what's real? What's, what's last, what lasts for eternity? What's the really big deal? And to get real practical, this just for 21 days. I'm just gonna beat this drum for 21 days. I will invite you. All right, I'm going to be like Jesus. And I wanna invite you to actually just create, number one, just a time and a place. This is my time and my, my place. I'm gonna get with God. And think in these 21 days, this is how I'm gonna do it. And I wanna invite you, actually, I wanna invite you to just give up something that takes up some time to create some space. Just something. I mean, as small, as listening to the radio on the drive to work. And just, even if it's just, I'm gonna put in, I'm gonna listen to the scriptures on CD. I just, I want you to go deeper. I just want you to take a step. You do not have to be Paul at the end of these 21 days where you're, cry and screaming out, I pray you grasp how wide, how deep, and feel like this deep tree, you know, with roots that go way deep. I just want your roots to be deeper. Does that make sense? Well, you would finish these 21 days and you'd be deep 
er than you are today, that you would go, I've been with him. I want to invite you just to be practical. And I would encourage you to think through this. The night before the next day, think about when you're going to spend time alone with God the next day. Just those three things. Time and place, something I'm going to give up. For, and it's usually something you love, but this is for something that you love a lot more. And just plan it out the next day. That's the night before. All right. Tomorrow. Hmm. for that yeah God, this is right there i'm gonna take that little window right there i'm gonna be with god this week i was at a pastor's conference and uh there was 10 sessions and i was feeling dry and i just skipped the ninth one i know you're like david you could have skipped sleep i know but i didn't i could have you could, you could have skipped lunch i didn't skip that either just skipped a session and I found myself spiritually strengthened. The night before I was just like, I'm skipping that session. I'm skipping that one. And yeah, I'm, you know, I don't know, maybe if I had gone to all 10 sessions on how to be a better pastor, you know, I just, <laughs> I missed one. Sorry. You're gonna have to cheat something, right? I'm gonna invite you to just, cheat something like cheat a good thing I cheated a good thing it was a good session you know but uh, there's the, the, I want to first you're gonna have to cheat something cheat 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 something that's good I'm not saying you're spending your you know, I'm not I'm not assuming you're wasting lots of time I just want to invite you to something that is the thing that Jesus prayed for it is the thing for you that Paul prayed for for you it is the thing that lasts forever. It is the thing that Jeremiah says, mm, this is what you want to boast in. This is what matters. And it is the difference between being a bush in the wasteland or being a tree with deep roots. Amen? Let's stand to our feet. Let's pray together. Father, we come before you in the powerful name of Jesus. And we ask that you would help us in these 21 days to go deep. God, we want to become rooted and established with our foundation the love of God that we might grasp how wide, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. I ask, Lord Jesus, we just take Paul's prayer, Ephesians 1, for a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we might know God. Just pray, Lord Jesus, that we would know you. Just take a moment right now and would you just tell the Lord, Lord, here's some of you, even as we're praying, you're thinking, I think I'm supposed to engage in this way. In these 21 days, here's the, here's the time frame. There's maybe just, just one thing that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Will you just respond to him right now about these 21 days? If you're here today and you'd like to begin a relationship with Jesus, it's the best decision you'll ever make. It's the thing that lasts forever. And I wanna invite you just to respond to the invitation that we find in the scriptures. And that is that whosoever, that means you. That whosoever, if you would, if you would come to Jesus, he's, he's got the whosoever, he's looking at everybody. Last week we talked about how you have a father and he's running to you. When Paul prays here that we would know God, you have the invitation, it's for everybody. Scripture says he desires that none would perish, but all would turn from their own way. All would repent. 
Today, if you wanna begin a journey where you know God, I just wanna invite you to pray this prayer. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus and I give you my life. Make me a new person. Save me. Come dwell in me. I want to spend eternity with you. I want to go your way, not my way. I give you my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we just thank you. I thank you for every believer here. Whether they just decided to follow you or they've been following you for years and years, we ask, Lord Jesus, that we would live with this resolution to know God. We pray that we'd be a people marked by withdrawing like Jesus did, getting away to be with our Father, getting away to be with God. Holy Spirit, I pray, help us, strengthen us, take us deep. I pray for deep roots. I thank you for every man and every woman, every teenager, every child. God, I thank you for this church. I thank you for their love for you. I thank you for what you're doing among us. Thank you for the privilege of being a people of prayer. Thank you for the privilege of being salt and light to our city. Thank you for the privilege of knowing God. We give you everything. We honor you. We love you. And Radiant Church said amen.